Hello and welcome to another podcast with me, Simon Emmett, joined as always by Simon Tyler, the author, professional speaker, business consultant, executive coach and so on and so forth, talking about some chapters from his book, The Keep It Simple Book. Hello Simon, how are you? I'm very good, thank you Simon Emmett. Good. So we thought we would record some podcasts going back to the chapters that were published on Simon's website in 2019 from three of his books, the Attitude Book, the Impact Book, and the Keep It Simple Book. And as I've said, this one today is going to be all about the chapters from the Keep It Simple Book. So there were two that we released last year, Agentia and Control-Alt-Delete. So Simon, I'm going to ask you to take it away and start with Agentia, please. Tell us where this comes from and a little bit about it. Now, thank you. This one, Agentia has been with me for a long time. I talk about it at many of my speeches and talks because it fits in so many different situations and I notice and observe it in lots of companies where people are addicted to my word urgentia mm. and you know my propensity to invent words to describe situations. I do unfortunately yes and it's both helpful and probably unhelpful because I then add them to my language and no one knows what I'm talking about but urgentia for me describes describes an addiction to urgency where urgency rules the roost, urgency rules the way. And I see it in effect in a lot of companies where the nature of the, almost the adrenal burst, it, it creates uh, this really nerve jangling place and things get done, but they're happening really first. They're all suffering from urgentia and I spot some things. It goes back to, I think it's called the Eisenhower model which is the two by two matrix urgent on one axis and important on the other axis mm. so in the top right hand corner you've got things that are urgent and important and that's clearly where the drive for most of us is in the top left hand box you've got things that are urgent but not important yep and in the bottom right hand, you've got important but non-urgent. And in the bottom left, you've got non-urgent, non-important stuff. And broadly speaking, this very simple model, it helps describe, go through all the things we've got to do. Everything that we're up to will fall broadly into these four spaces. And working that through, what I notice is that the, the wise, the evolved person will obviously attend to the urgent and important stuff, top right. And then once they create some time and some space and they're evolved and enlightened, they'll move to the important non-urgent stuff. That The important stuff that is going to make a difference to you, to your team, to your people, to your community. The stuff that has no, must be done now, tag to it. It can often be thinking, quiet stuff, ref more reflective, planning, contemplating, research happens there. Yeah. Okay. Good. You you say in the um, in the simple note agenda that doubt and fear of failure have led to many people forcing the priority of tasks in business situations by artificially upping the urgency. I noticed this immediately in commercial environments, which you've spoken about a little bit there. The almost intangible control chaos is in a way almost physically palpable. And so, do you still notice that today? Is yeah, that even more so. And yeah current climate and you see that and I talked about the evolved person move to the important stuff the yeah. the unevolved and the people that have become addicted to urgency spend all of their time in the upper part of this box so urgent and important or urgent and unimportant and they reach this point where as you've just described the culture is 
everything has a deadline. It must be done. The boss two levels up needs this by tomorrow. Yeah. And no one trusts anybody unless it's daubed with the urgent brush. Because it's almost, I don't think you're going to actually get onto this unless I tell you it's really urgent and I jump into your priorities. Yeah, because I was going to ask you about that, about how the fact that perhaps when you wrote the um, Agentia, it was more of an individual thing that you were noticing and whether or not it was more systemic now, because I think I notice it in cultures and organization, of organisations that the whole organisation kind of reacts on Agentia. Yeah. And, and ultimately, after a, a period of time, what that becomes is people become kind of like desensitized to what actually is urgent mm. that makes sense yeah totally so that they every because everything is seen as the next big urgent thing yeah actually it all just becomes a bit samey so and if you come up with a great idea that has no urgency tag to it it probably won't get done yeah it can't compete yeah. and dangerous and, and then you're right individually is how i've worked this on my one-to-one -one work with clients mm. but you're right i see it in organizations the pace at which people move around the building, the number of meetings that people are in, and you can see in their faces they're not really here. Yeah. They're vacant because they're working on seemingly urgent stuff in their head for somewhere else. And it changes connection, and you're right, it becomes a culture that people aren't even aware of. And those people that are working on the important non-urgent stuff are deemed to be not on the game. Yeah. It's not trendy to be doing the important mm. non-urgent stuff. They think you're wasting time. I remember somebody saying years ago that busy people look more important than important people. And I, that almost applies here. Mm. You, so you mentioned meetings in there. And also I, I sort of um, I, I noticed that the urgency put on having meetings and, the, and, and you know, the importance attached to a lot of that when often nothing actually comes off the back of them. Like There isn't the opportunity for actions to actually be followed through. I know it's mm. that in some organisations. And, and meetings, and I'm sure that you've been involved a little in. Bit to what Too many well. people in the meetings. Of course. So yeah. by implication, multiply that productivity pause for mm. all of the people in that meeting. And then when they leave, of course the other stuff that they've not attended to seems to have picked up more urgency. It just cascades. And it needs the powerful evolved people, hopefully the listeners to this, to realise I'm going to make a change here. Mm. I'm going to, one, become aware. I'm going to notice what happens to me. The adrenal effect of me being suffering from urgentia. Yeah. And cause put in a pause, which might be just a stop. It might be just a few moments of silence. It might be contemplating what am I going on? Where does all my work fit in? What is the important stuff? Because the principle was proved by this 2 by 2 matrix in really simple ways, is once you start working on that bottom right-hand quadrant, you start to solve and mitigate and diminish all the urgent mm. stuff. And for leaders out there, really important to stop attaching the urgent tag to things that actually... You're right, because the leader's role is massive in this. Mm -mm. So are you Set multiplying Argentia? Are you mm. causing it? Are you nervous yourself about outcomes and productivity so you're forcing mm. the pace? Yeah. Or are you that stoic, calm force that has an effect on people that everything's okay? Mm. Let's just realise what's important here. It's such a great coaching question. What's important here? Okay, cool. Thank you, Simon. Let's move on to the second chapter we're going to talk about today, which is chapter 44 from the Keep It Simple book, um, which is called Control or Delete. And this is very much about uncluttering our life, and this might be 
in the work scenario, which I know you talk about with a lot of businesses and, and, and individuals in terms of how we can can uh, reduce our clutter, but also in our personal lives, this can apply how we can find that space and time to do the things we love, be it, you know, sit and play the piano and bake a nice Victoria sponge rather than uh, rather than be cluttered with all the other stuff that's going on. So anyway, talk us through it. Okay. Control or delete, everybody's or most of us will be familiar with that as a function on a PC. Sure. That's where this metaphor starts, clearly. Yeah. When you apply those three keys, it will pop up a box on your PC. In there is an option that shows you all the processes that are running at that particular yeah. time. Yeah. And I can remember one of my old PCs, my old office PCs, somebody saying I should do that more often I did it and it showed me loads of programs that are running and using up my RAM yeah and it Slow uses up all your processing power and slows everything down so this yeah. is about to, how to sort of unclutter and fulfill your brilliant capacity isn't it so, yeah. yeah so it's your RAM so let's take that into our ability to think our ability to be our ability to find in us the thinking mood behavior that we really want is hindered if we have loads of inverted commas programs running yeah and I can remember when I did that exercise, there were lots of SVC and DLL files running. Somebody saying, oh, you shouldn't have those. I said, well, should I get rid of them? They went, oh, well, maybe, because some of them are important. Yeah. But I don't know which ones. Yeah, yeah. So the more and more of these little programs are running, the more of my RAM was using up. So my PC, in that particular instance, became less functional. It wasn't working mm. as fast. So the challenge you, sorry, so the challenge you set in this um, simple note then, or in this chapter, is to press your personal control or delete and grab a pen and paper and make a list of everything that's running. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? What am I part thinking? Because with our thinking, often we don't finish the thinking cycle. The benefit of a coaching conversation is a yeah. coach will hold you until you've really thought and spoken through a thought. But in our own heads, we don't finish them. So quite often we've got loads of these part thought, loose strings, untied knots, if you like, in our mind. And the act is press control or delete. What's going on? What am I thinking about? What perhaps am I concerned about? What mood am I experiencing right now? Where is that derived? And run the exercise. I, I do that so often now, I don't even think about that. And it helps yeah. me, if my mood is not in the right place, I need to do a control or delete. It's, it's, it's worth having in the diary as almost like a weekly or monthly admin. So you can kind of yeah. like, you know, you can clear that, mentally clear that space and emotionally find time to yeah. lie back on your hammock of choice. Absolutely, and when you've got your list, you, you can start to make a better choice about it. Yeah. Just the act of making that list will make you feel better, and it does make me feel better. I think, oh, okay, well that's interesting, because I've got those three things, that's, those three together probably combined to make me feel the way I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Is there anything I can do about those things? Yes, no, if there's nothing, it's okay. Well, I'm gonna be peaceful yeah. with them being there, or can I complete them now? Can I close them off? Can I delete that file, yeah. as it were? There's always some things you can purge from the list, isn't it, as well? I think, like, you know, having done this exercise myself and, well, and people, knowing you have, there's always yeah. things you can purge. I know, in me as well, say something that annoyed you or frustrated you or you're concerned about from the yeah. morning, you could be carrying that into the afternoon. You think you've yeah, finished yeah. thinking about that. Yeah, but it's still there. But when you, oh, it's, you're right, it's yeah. still there. Oh, you're right, I'm still feeling a mm -hmm. tiny bit of annoyance from this morning that's nothing to do with now but that program is still running as, as often with a lot of your simple notes it's sometimes about consciously pressing pause and just taking some time heightening your self-awareness and taking some time just to refresh and let everything and let like you say let go of things you need to let go of yeah 
So the action is maybe do it as you say, diarise it once a week. Yeah, well, I think yeah. I'm at the point now where, because I talked about this so much, I'm familiar with that. I probably will run a control or delete when I think I need to in my own mind. Mm. But for a while, run it every few days or yeah. every week until you start to realise, ah, there's stuff going on. I can make a choice here. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much, Simon. Hopefully, listeners, you found that useful insight into a couple of Simon's chapters there. If you'd like to, there are podcasts available on SoundCloud and iTunes, which um, include Simon talking about chapters from his other two books, the Impact book and the Attitude book. And you can also find our other podcasts of Simon's regular fortnightly Simple Notes um, available in the same locations. Take a moment to listen to those. And in the meantime, guys, um, stay safe and go well.